Radical, episode 193. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel, living in crazy times. Thank you guys for being here with me. Uh, I, you can hear it. I've, uh, I've caught a little something um, and, and had, uh, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. I, I don't know what it is. I don't go get tested for shit, um, you know, when... When it's something tiny, like I, I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel about that kind of stuff, but like I am not into testing, I am not into wearing masks, I am into staying my ass home and staying away from people when I don't feel at my best. So, um, had had some sniffles, been extremely tired, uh, just absolutely worn out, and so that's uh, that's probably one of the the biggest reasons uh, I'm waiting till Thursday to kind of get going this weekend. Um, like I said, that'll change here in the very near future. And, uh, there might be a week or so, uh, where I have to provide you guys with some pre-recorded, um, audio and I'm probably audio only. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, like I said, you know, have to keep a few things under wraps for now, but today's show, um, is Trudeau in the murder cult versus, uh, the Canadian truckers in Bitcoin. And man, I am, I I can't tell you guys the amount of great people that we're, we're bringing together in the sphere of freedom and liberty. It's, this is what we need. We, you know, you see it everywhere. You start to, you, you see this in real time between the Canadian truckers, uh, between people who are in the, uh, healthcare, uh, you know, networks and services, and providers, you see this in um, a lot of what is the uh, the libertarian movement, the Mises Caucus. You see this in the Bitcoiners. It, it's all coming together, and it is it's so glorious. Um, I will probably cuss at this show. So if you got um, you know small ears or just don't want to hear that kind of stuff, um, go ahead and tune out now. It's uh, it's going to be one of those shows. We've got to talk about quite a few things. what's happening in Canada, but why is this such an important time for the world and and why this couldn't have happened in a better place? Uh, As I've, as I've kept up with this more and more and more and seen the people that have, you know, really kind of given, you know, a breath of life to this thing, like basically CPR, uh, hanging out with them, listening to them, in, uh, in Twitter spaces, the community of Bitcoiners that has come together to not only make sure that they, that they have funds, but putting together uh, all sorts of things in the background for them to keep them safe, to keep them anonymous, to keep them, um, you know, to keep them fed and warm and clothed. I mean, think about what's going on in Canada right now. Like, what's going on in Canada right now? probably couldn't go on anywhere else. You've got thousands, tens of thousands, if not more, people who are, I mean, some of the hardiest people on earth. They are, they are you know, braving the uh, sub-zero conditions uh, to, to be in Ottawa to protest, and they're doing it, you know, in a, in a peaceful way. I mean, you see, you know, what they've brought to this fight. Right, like, and, and I know what the news shows you, but what you get from guys on the ground that are there, that are talking about this, that are you know gathering all sorts of content from anybody and everybody with a camera, um, and and taking you know, you know audio and, and just putting together, I think probably one of the greatest documentaries that has 
ever been put together. Like that's the extent of you know the 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 catalyst of this moment. Uh, to see all this come together with these guys uh, is, I don't know. It almost brings tears to your eyes. Like I mean, it, it is it is so powerful. You see notes that are stuck to trucks by kids who have been locked down for two years who are enjoying, you know, the singing and the dancing and the bounce houses, um, the camaraderie, the just being out, being human beings, being together uh, again for the first time in two years. And that is something incredibly special. You see, you know, truckers walking around handing, you know, roses out to, uh, especially the, the female uh, police officers up there. You see, um, you know, these these great people that are moving around from truck to truck to truck, checking on people to see, you know, how they're doing, how they're holding up, if they need anything, whether it's fuel or uh, it's, uh, you know, food or warmth or, or whatever the case is. And it seems like they've got it all kind of handled. The other thing that there, you know, a lot of these, uh, amazing folks are doing is going out and, um, helping people understand why Bitcoin is so damn important. And I, this is the part that, you know, I want to bring people in and, and, you help unify this outside of just Canada. I want to see this Venn diagram of people unifying on the idea that, hey, man, we can get along. We can do anything and everything in our power um, to promote freedom. As long as we you know, don't hurt people, we don't take their stuff, we leave each other alone, man. Like, I want freedom for you. And that's the thing is there's, uh, there's a ton of people up there in – in Canada that are vax, double vax, they've got their, they've got their damn boosters and all that kind of stuff. And you know, Hey, if that's, if that's where you want to be great. Um, but you know, they are standing for the people who don't want it. They are standing for the people who are making the choice, uh, that said, no, nope, no, thanks. Um, I don't want anything to do with, you know, these, these huge pharmaceutical companies. I don't want anything to do with the jabs. I don't want anything to do with the testing. I don't want anything to do with a mask. I don't want anything to do with any of it. And that's my right. It's my choice. I am not here to get people sick. I am not here to spread disease. I am here to live my life in the best way possible. And honestly, to see what this has become, especially um, how it's transformed some people is, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's amazing. I mean, when the cards are down, you start to see who these people really are. Some of them are fucking tyrants. But I'll tell you what's not is uh, this Canadian truckers um, and, and the people that are supporting them. Not tr- not tyrants at all. And they're, they're, they're amazing people. So on um, February 14th, today is February 17th. Um, and I wanted to go through, um, you know, Justin Trudeau has come back to Canada uh, to assume his role um, and, you know, I guess lead the country. Uh, I want you to listen to what this quote unquote leader's speech is to the people. And then I want to get into some of the ramifications and I've got a, a small article here that I'm going to read to you guys, um, and kind of go through, uh, what's happening and what's happened, uh, with, with Bitcoin and why it's so important. So here we go. Here's Justin Trudeau, um, and, it's just 
this is enough to make you want to just violate the nap. To continue building on these efforts, the federal government is ready to use more tools at its disposal to get the situation fully under control. Uh, and I'm going to interrupt him. When Justin Trudeau says we're going to use more tools, this is the f- threat of force and coercion. This is, you know, no- they have nothing. Government has nothing that it hasn't taken through force and coercion in the first place. Uh, it, they exist by, you know, propaganda. They exist through, uh, you know, legislation. They exist through executive fiat. They exist through, you know, judicial quote unquote rulings as if you signed a contract somewhere. You didn't. You didn't sign a contract with any of these people. They don't own the land. They don't own you. They don't own your rights. And they want to sit here like Justin Trudeau and they want to say, we are going to use more resources on our side to make you basically go back to your little holes, go back to your trucking, go back to your deliveries, go back to your lives and provide for us, the murder cult, right? Like this is, this is who this man is. This is such a fucking empty suit as he stands up there, prim and proper. I mean, I don't know, man. Like I don't see it. I don't understand, you know, how a man can do what he's doing, where he's threatening peaceful people with force and coercion, and he's not even coming out and saying it like a fucking man. He is saying this like the biggest bitch on earth. He's 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 using, you know, I guess, uh, politically correct language, and this is the thing about being politically correct. Being politically correct is something that politicians do so that they don't offend their buddies, their friends, the people that they have to see in the hallways in parliament or Congress. These are the, these are the, the gutless, spineless cowards that are in government. That's the thing is, you know, like as much as, as much as I disagree with her, um, and you know, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like she makes things uncomfortable in Congress. And I think that's a good thing. Like, I think People should be at odds in in government. Uh, I don't think they should exist in the first place. Like I said before, I you know you didn't sign a contract. I didn't sign a contract. I'm not giving them any uh, room to to you know rule over my life, my rights, my property, any of that kind of stuff. But this man is such a bitch that he can't even say outright like, "Hey, listen." You guys keep doing this kind of stuff, and I am going to come down like a hammer on you with the military, with the uh, royal police. Like, this is the bitchiest fucking move that uh, that any tyrant can, can make. And I, you know what? I'm glad to see it happen in Canada. After discussing with cabinet and caucus, after consultation with premiers from all provinces and territories. And let's uh, let's stop right there because a lot of these premiers from several provinces fucking disagree with. They're not they're not holding the line for Trudeau. That's for damn sure. They said no. I, we're going to lift the mandates here. We're done. Um, and you're on your own, dipshit. Oh man, and I'll tell just the fucking way he talks. It's so 
ah, soft and just flaccid as a, you know, as a premier of a country, man. Like what a, what a jellyfish, what a, what a complete puff when it comes to, you know, I don't know. I don't think he has the courage of his conviction. I really don't. I don't think this man has any courage of his conviction whatsoever. I kind of wonder, you know, like if somebody's threatening him on the outside, I kind of do. I wonder if that's, I'm almost assured that it's happening. After speaking with opposition leaders, the federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. The blockades and the occupations of Canada with bounce houses and trucks and people laughing and dancing and having a party at Parliament, man. Like, godly. If there wasn't this, the ability for us to communicate, man, like, you know, he might get away with this kind of shit. But in this day and age, you can't hide. They these people are running cameras and mics everywhere. It is glorious to watch this stuff implode. I want to be very clear. The scope of these measures will be time limited, geographically targeted, as well as reasonable and proportionate. Just like your mask mandates, just like your 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 passes for people with and without um vaccines and boosters you, they're going to be they're going to be time sensitive <laughs> what while you're while you're still in office uh geographically wherever you can um push people with your emergency powers where the the, the military and the police will force and coerce peaceful people peaceful people to do your bidding i mean on to sit there and say this with a straight face. This man is not only a goddamn narcissist. He is absolutely a psychopath. And everybody that's standing with him right now that's condoning this. And let's be very, very, very upfront about this. Not, it's not just the people standing with him in Canada. It's every bastard and bitch in the western world that is standing with Trudeau by not denouncing this by not coming out and saying man Trudeau you've lost your fucking mind you've gone way way too far to to threaten force and coercion against these people these protesters in Ottawa the nicest people on earth in Canada, you've, you've lost your mind. You're, you're a tyrant. You've, you've become a despot in your own time. Uh, and to see it arise in Canada, holy man. I don't think you're going to be successful, but uh, the, the idea that none of these people, not Joe Biden, uh, not Macron, not, um, not Boris, not uh, that idiot over in Germany, like, None of these people have stood up and said, no, you've gone way too damn far. It's a shame. To the threats they are meant to address. 
The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. Force and coercion. It's the only thing they got. It's the only thing they know. Force and coercion. We are coming down on you and you are going to go back to doing what we say. We're going to continue to take your money. We're going to continue to take your life. We're going to continue to take your property unless you come in to line. Well, even when you come into line. That's the thing is like, even if you comply, they're going to continue to do the same damn thing. Don't comply. This is about keeping Canadians safe, protecting people's jobs, and restoring confidence in our institutions. <laughs> you, you're never going to restore confidence in institutions through force and coercion, you idiot. This is this is the greatest thing is the more these guys flounder, the more that this thing comes unraveled and the more that they try to use force and coercion and tyrannical despotic measures against people. The more people are going to crave and stand and move and take action for freedom. And that has a glorious end in a free currency. You're going to see why that's so important here in just a second. Um, I'm going to move over to his uh, his deputy prime minister and uh, minister of finance. Uh, I think you say her name. Christia Freeland is her name. And this is where we're going with Bitcoin. And this is why Bitcoin is the key to everybody on earth, including the U.S., uh, having a a freer tomorrow, a, uh, you know, a, a new type of interaction through consent versus force and coercion, which is what these people want. So take a listen to old Christy Freeland. We are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules. Terrorists and money launderers. They're, they're literally calling people terrorists and accusing them of money laundering for supporting the peaceful truckers from every background. And that's the thing. You look out amongst the sea of people that's there, and you see Sikhs. You see people from Africa. Uh, you see people who are Canadians, who are your typical Canadians, and they're all getting along great. They're all singing and dancing and protesting and honking and hugging I mean, together, trying to paint this this way in this day and age as these people are terrorists, that they are bringing in the banks. Do you start to understand why freedom in currency is so damn important? Have a listen to what she's about to say. So that they cover crowdfunding platforms crowdfunding platforms this is this is charity they are absolutely scared to death of not only peer-to-peer type of transactions that they can't control that they can't monitor that they can't track that they can't punish they're also wickedly afraid of charity they're afraid of people being able to interact with people to give money that doesn't come from the state to other people 
That should tell you everything you need to know about who these people are and what they represent. They are fucking monsters. I mean, literally, there are people who are truckers that brought their kids here to be part of this. And they are, they're trying to absolutely cut them off and scare them through this chilling effect, right? Like they want, these guys are going to go after everybody out there as hard as they can legally until they get what they want. It's, I, I hope it doesn't degrade. Like I really don't like if it degrades, I, I don't know. I see a lot of Americans trying to help them. I really, I do. I see a ton of Americans just chomping at the bit going, Oh, you're going to go after all these peaceful truckers who brought their kids out here. You're going to go and use force and coercion against them. She's going to keep going. She's going to reveal more and more and more about who she is, who Trudeau is, and how the government doesn't want you to exercise life, liberty, or property, or your voice ever again. The payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. Let's make something real clear. Um, while Bitcoin is not a, um, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a crypto in the sense that everything else is a crypto. Cryptos are cryptos and Bitcoin is Bitcoin. And some people will argue with that. It's probably because you haven't done um, as much study as you need to do. Like it's, it's just as plain as day. Bitcoin is an unstoppable force. It is a peer-to-peer cash system that is immutable, that is absolutely fixed in terms of the, the, the amount that will ever be. It is scalable across time. It is scalable across space. And it is, is sale, it's saleable across scales. I mean, th- that's the thing is, you know, this is... This meets every requirement for the hardest, most perfect money the human species has ever seen. And they can't take it. They can try to imprison. They can try to, you know, uh, to classify you as terrorists. They can try to do all of these things at the end of the day. They're, they're criminalizing peaceful people again. It's one of my three big things. As, as I'm running for governor, you know, Bitcoin is, is the biggest. We have to fix currency. You cannot have a, uh, a rotten currency that has polluted every human transaction on earth with anybody who's taken their, their paper. There's a third party attached to that, whereas Bitcoin, there's not. You can't have that kind of currency you know, transacting between people, because if you do, then what you've done is you've perverted and you've poisoned and you've, you've allowed a rotten system to be part of every transaction on earth. And that absolutely rots culture from the inside. Um, one of the other, uh, points, uh, that I'm running on is this, the criminalization of peaceful people that's got to end. Absolutely. If there is no violence, if there is no harm, there is no crime, period. And what they're doing is making peaceful people criminals because they're transacting with each other without their permission. Bitcoin fixes all of that. 
The illegal blockades have highlighted the fact that crowdfunding platforms and some of the payment service providers they use are not fully captured under the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. Captured. Listen to her language. They are not captured. They are not monitored. They are, they are without control from the government. That's what she's really getting to. That's what really pisses her off. That's what really pisses off the banks. That's what really pisses everyone, everyone off in power, is you cannot control these people. And that is being deemed illegal. If we can't control you, that's illegal, is what they're saying. Our banks and financial institutions are already obligated to report to the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada or FinTrack. As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack and they must report large and suspicious transactions to FinTrack. The, the nanny state, man, it's here. Big Brother is watching every transaction, wants every transaction and will criminalize anybody and everybody who does not come into line with this deputy prime minister and minister of finance edicts this i mean i don't think this was law i i think this is i think this came down and they're like hey man we got to do something um these guys are funding each other and we have absolutely zero control over it so what they're doing is they're using the chilling effect they're saying we're going to criminalize. We're going to go ahead with all sorts of penalties, whether it's charging you with terrorism, money laundering, uh, with being in a place where you are peacefully protesting. I mean, these, these people are absolutely some of the most fucking evil people on earth. And the fact that she's standing up there delivering the speech is, is really what you, you need to see it. We need to see all of it. So that we can, I don't know, point people in the right direction so that we can, we can tell everybody, Hey, listen, these guys are never going to be on your side. They want to monitor you 24 seven. This will help mitigate the risk that these platforms receive illicit funds, increase the quality and quantity of intelligence received by FinTrack and make more information available to support investigations by law enforcement into these illegal blockades. We are making these changes because we know that these platforms are being used to support illegal blockades and illegal activity, which is damaging the Canadian economy. Holy, if, 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 we, if something was illegal because it damaged the Canadian economy, She can't even, I don't, how does she, how does she even stand up there and say that? I mean, does the, the last two years of lockdowns and mandates not come in to, to play here? Is that, I mean, are you, are you going to sit there and bald face, look at the, the fucking camera and read your stupid speech and say something as patently hypocritical and i know these people have no compunction about being hypocrites I, I really do but like the fact that you don't see other people i mean i know you think we're that stupid we're not 
I mean, and especially Canadians. Canadians, you guys are some of the most literate people on earth, for God's sakes. I mean, super, super intelligent, super smart. And for somebody to sit there and say something this on its fucking face, hypocritical, in terms of it being illegal to slow the economy, to affect the economy. Holy shit. I mean, I don't know, Christia. I don't know. I I think you're going to go down in history as one of the great monsters of Canada. The government will also bring forward legislation to provide these authorities to FinTrack on a permanent basis. Second, the government is issuing an order with immediate effect under the Emergencies Act, authorizing Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services where the institution suspects that an account is being used to further the illegal blockades and occupations. This order covers both personal and corporate accounts. Third, we are directing Canadian financial institutions to review their relationships with anyone involved in the illegal blockades and report to the RCMP or CSIS. As of today, a bank or other financial service provider will be able to immediately freeze or suspend an account without a court order. In doing so... I mean, think about this. All these changes just like right now. Why? Bitcoin is pushing this into the spotlight. They are absolutely crushing these people and they have no answer for it. They're flailing and they don't understand why they're flailing. All they can do is threaten more force, more coercion, and change you know, executive and banking policy on the fly. They're looking at today. They're looking at tomorrow. They're not looking at 5, 10, 15 years down the line. Like They're not looking at any of those things. They will be protected against civil liability for actions taken in good faith. Federal government institutions will have a new broad authority to share relevant information with banks and other financial service providers to ensure that we can all work together to put a stop to the funding of these illegal blockades. This is about following the money. This is about stopping the financing of these illegal blockades. We are today serving notice. If your truck is being used in these illegal blockades, your corporate accounts will be frozen. I mean, boy, what a tyrant. What a, what a, what a shitty little tyrant in the making. I mean, look at her. You're going to deliver that speech for God's sakes. Uh, the good thing is, is there's, like I said, there's a bunch of, uh, there's at least four Canadian premiers that have uh, come out and spoken against uh, Trudeau and his plan um, and uh, his use of emergency law. So I, I don't know, I don't know how enforceable this is going to be. Uh, I saw the other day uh, where he also got pretty well shut down uh, in Parliament uh, by the, I don't know, it's got, I think it's the conservative side up there. Um, but it's needless to say, the real story here in all of this is that the heavy action is like, first of all, the question, why have they not been um, successful in terms of the Canadian government at shutting this down? 
Um, and secondly, why do they have to go to such drastic measures? And the answer is this, it is not cryptocurrencies, it is Bitcoin. Um, the, the Bitcoiners have shown up, they have helped educate, they have helped provide hands-on training for anybody and everybody that will accept it uh, for setting up hot wallets, for setting up cold wallets, for understanding how to get crypto, uh, or I should say how to get Bitcoin. And this is, this is absolutely changing the game. There's been over a million dollars donated. I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 Bitcoin uh, that had been donated uh, to the truckers up here. 29, uh, actually. Uh, 29 Bitcoin, uh, I guess, is, is what I'm reading. But at any rate, um, this, this next article, I'm going to go through it um, somewhat quickly. Uh, is by Namsios, and uh, I, I contacted uh, Namsios. He is a contributor at Bitcoin Magazine, uh, and if you guys aren't aware of Bitcoin Magazine, absolutely great place to go and start to learn about this kind of stuff. And they've got it all broken down into like things like business and culture, um, and I think finance and, and a few other types of um, you know different categories. And I'll tell you, you know, at first. Um, you know, as you're learning this space and a lot of you guys are primed for it, like if, if you're, if you're into Austrian, you know, economics, you're primed for this. You are absolutely, I don't know, probably ahead of about 98% of people in terms of understanding why Bitcoin works and why the fundamentals of Bitcoin and hard saleable money work. Um, it's, I mean, when you see it, you can't unsee it. And that's, this is one of those places that they don't want you to know about. It's like Austrian economies. It's like the anti-federalist. It's like Lysander Spooner. It is like John Taylor Gatto. It is like all of the greats that spoke about how the banks, how the corporations, and how the government at the top levels are all in this together to fleece the everyday individuals to control them, to lock them down, to have them under thumb so that they can live off of them easier. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I contacted, uh, Namsios and thank you, sir, for, uh, for, you know, uh, responding as fast as you did too. Um, happy to, happy to read this. And he's got a ton of other articles out there that are great, but this is, uh, from Bitcoin magazine on, uh, I guess 20 hours ago. The, uh, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police has ordered regulated financial firms to cease interacting with Bitcoin addresses allegedly connected to the Freedom Convoy. The, uh, the name of this article is Canadian Federal Police Blacklist Truckers Bitcoin Addresses. This is, um, this is where they're headed and they don't even understand why it's a trap. And it is. It, like Everything that these people do is a win for Bitcoin. Um, and you'll see why here in a second. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the RCMP, Canadian's Federal and National Police Service, has issued an order to all FinTrack regulated companies in the country demanding them to cease transacting with Bitcoin addresses allegedly associated with the Freedom Convoy's fundraising efforts. The order, seen by Bitcoin Magazine and first reported by the Counter Signal, details an ongoing investigation by the RCMP and the Ontario Provincial Police on Bitcoin donations received by the truckers protesting in Ottawa, Canada's political center, for the end of COVID-related mandates, 
a movement deemed illegal by the administration and recently promoted by Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau to invoke the rare Emergency Measures Act, quote, pursuant to the Emergencies Economic Measures Order under subsection 19.1 of the Emergencies Act, there is a duty to cease facilitating any transactions pertaining to the following cryptocurrency addresses. The order stated, the document then lists 29 addresses, Bitcoin addresses that have transacted up to 1 million worth of Bitcoin. Additionally, the RCMP is interested in obtaining information about any movements to or from these addresses. Quote, any information about the transaction or proposed transactions in respect of these addresses is to be disclosed immediately to the Commissioner of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and at Cryptocurrency NHQ, Crypto, uh, crypto Money DG at rcmpgrc.gc.ca, the Federal Police Service asked in the document, Despite its limited impact, the order puts truckers in a difficult position. Although it doesn't prevent peer-to-peer -peer Bitcoin transactions from occurring, it makes it harder for protesters to convert Bitcoin back to Canadian dollars as regulated off-ramps fall under the RCMP's scrutiny. Financial services providers like the Canadian, popular Canadian Bitcoin exchanges Bull Bitcoin and ShakePay are registered with FinTrack, meaning they might prevent deposit and withdrawals to and from the addresses listed on the police order. It is unclear whether the restrictions apply only to the addresses specified in the document or if the RCMP would attempt to track movements of funds to subsequent Bitcoin addresses through chain analysis efforts effective effectively extending the blacklisting. So what are they doing? They've blacklisted uh, all these Bitcoin addresses from um, these providers, uh, Bull Bitcoin and ShakePay. So what is this going to do? What is this, like, overall, what is it going to do? Well, they can't stop it. The donations are going to keep coming in. They're going to find other addresses. They're going to uh, push this thing through things like CoinJoin, which I know a lot of you guys don't know about yet. But, like, a lot of what's going to happen is the Bitcoin community. And let me tell you, one of the absolute smartest, nicest, most well-behaved communities out there that just wants to educate people is on this. And, I mean... The, the people that they have on this, my God, they are, I mean, you want to talk about like 12 pound brains. I think some of these people have 24 pound brains. I think they're plugged in and this is just kind of, you know, like a lot of the, uh, the Mises guys in the libertarian party with, with our autism, like this is autism at its finest, just finest working for freedom, working for, um, you know, your ability to transact with whoever you want through consentful means. And, it's, it's absolutely glorious. So what happens? The more that the government tries to lock down, the more that they push people into places like Bitcoin, uh, and I should say into Bitcoin, the more money that they print you know, and, and inflate the money supply, and inflation hits because you have more money chasing less goods and services, you're going to push people into a harder money which is Bitcoin. We've come to this crescendo like 
moment almost like we're starting to see this interaction we're starting to see the adoption of you know bitcoin around the world we're starting to see it in a new cycle on a daily basis for multiple multiple things like i said whether it's business whether it's banking whether it's economics you name it like bitcoin is in the new cycle now because it cannot be ignored and it's because people see it as an out they see it as a way to remove themselves from this rotten fiat slave money and i'm telling you if you if if you guys need to know more and more about this like there are plenty of places that you can learn um, I recommend you read uh, the Bitcoin Standard to get started as a primer. I, I think you should probably go over to the Mises Institute and pour yourself through uh, a bunch of Hayek and Rothbard and Mises uh, and other greats over at uh, Mises.org. Like these, these, I don't know, puzzle pieces, man, they fit together and they paint this landscape of undeniable truth in terms of history and what's happened uh, with money in history, what money is, what, you know, how this all works, why centralization uh, of, of money doesn't work, why central planning doesn't work, why um, fiat currencies don't work over time. Like this, this is one of these, this is one of these places that I can't move people into fast enough. I can't bring people together fast enough from all of these communities, but it's happening anyway. Like, and that's the, that's the greatest thing is there are a lot of voices in the space and I hope you'll find one that you can pay attention to. Um, another great place to understand Bitcoin is, um, my buddy Guy Swan. Uh, he's been on the show before. He is an absolute sage and has been in this for a long time. Uh, and if you're looking for off ramps while it's still legal here in America, um, I definitely recommend you go out and check out the guys over at Swan Bitcoin. Uh, they are great, great people. And uh, they have put together, I think just recently, uh, either yesterday or the day before, they released uh, Canon on Bitcoin, right? Like this is this is really a, a cool concept. Like, listen, they're, they're, they're absolutely pouring through loads and loads and loads of different content that's been created. And as time goes on and as arguments get more precise and they get, uh, you know, redu reduced in terms of a, um, you know, simplicity an easy to understand and digest type of um, medium, they're using those in their canon. So go check them out. That's uh, Swan Bitcoin and, and, uh, and uh, Guy Swan. They are um, absolute sages and great people in the space where I know a lot of it can be very, very daunting, but this is the this is literally this is the price of freedom. You're going to have to learn economics, and you're going to have to learn um, why that Bitcoin is going to be the money of free people going forward, and why it's going to be the downfall uh, of these tyrants as and, and, and empires and everything that these empires infect. This is happening now. It's happening in real time. And uh, I would definitely suggest you get out ahead of this. It's still early. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's $44,000 for a Bitcoin. I'll never own a Bitcoin. Do you know that I think there's like, I think it's 99 million plus, 99,999,999 Satoshi spots after the the decimal, right? Like that's, that's a lot. You know, you've got 21 million. This is scalable. Like as time goes on and you start to see that J turn upwards instead of, you know, an S curve 
for adoption in terms of, you know, you'll have an S curve for adoption, but that, that money, that Bitcoin is going to continue to go up over time. Uh, and like I said, it's early, but it gives us avenues to do things like this. It gives us avenues to support each other in the face of tyrants and move our goods and our resources and our money from place to place without them without them being able to come and take it, without them coming, uh, be able to come and take our life, liberty, or property, and really gives us a, you know, a final, I don't know, and this isn't just a shield or a hedge anymore. This is literally the tip of the spear that we're going to drive through the tyrants, the banks, the politicians, and the corporations that are absolutely fascist. This is it. And I hope you will do your diligence. I don't take my word for it. Go out there and learn. Learn, 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 and share the hell out of this kind of stuff. So I think that's going to wrap it up for Thursday. I will have another episode for you guys by uh, the end of the week on Friday, uh, especially if my voice and everything kind of holds up here. But uh, thank you guys for doing everything you're doing. I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their steps.